Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up? We are back. Fantasy news today. If it's your first time here, this is a Monday through Friday show coming to you at 3 p.m. Eastern time, 12 p.m. West Coast time. And I'm here with Bogart, Scott Free, my man Taco representing the Daily Sporting. And first time on the show, my man IDP Iggy. What is going on, everybody? Hey, pleasure to meet you, IDP Iggy. Chilling, man. I, I, I'm mourning for uh, you know Marcus Mariota. He's heading to that that I uh, was IR with um, the quad injury mm. from just one play. Right, that, that's yeah. all he played. In that it looks game good. Play. It looks good, but that was all he could handle. Good enough to be the second leading rusher on his team. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, how about this? Move Josh Jacobs right now? I would. I don't Bro. have any Josh Jacobs, but if you can move him, this guy's going to be a headache all year. Hus, we, we, I didn't, we didn't talk about this behind, but is there an issue with Josh Jacobs coming up? I, I think I saw that he was on the injury report, but I don't know exactly what's going on. Hey, they said everything. I don't. I couldn't tell if that was a meme or if that yeah, was. I real thought they life. were talking about like a bagel. I'm like, what is this? A bagel? Like yeah, bagel they were like, oh, they're talking about his injuries. injuries. What's wrong with him? <laughs> everything. Like, I'm no, like, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't practice yesterday. We talked about that. Yeah, they just didn't really disclose too much. I know it's something with the ankle, and yeah, he's got he's got a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues yeah, in Las dang. Vegas right now. Shit. Fire up Kenyon Drake, baby. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I I swear though, Josh Jacobs. Mark my words. He is touchdown reliant. He's touchdown dependent. If he's not getting you that touchdown or two in this case, 
which they needed to to get to five quarters even to get fantasy production out of all those guys on the Raiders. Needed five quarters. I'm not fucking with him. I don't know. He got denied one. Car messed up doing that loud snap count. They should have just went on first sound, handed it to Jacobs. Then Car should have done that bullet, bounced off his head. You just hand the ball off to Jacobs. The man's already got two. Football 101, throw that analytics out the window when you get on the one-yard line. I, I tell you. I tell you this, man. Drake was was shockingly impressive because they were using him a lot in that passing game, and I was just sitting there. I was like, "Hmm, he's a little cheapy points." He come looked on, like James man. White out there. The J- come on, Jalen, the Rocket, Richard. He was like a deep league play or a DFS play over the years because mm-hmm. Carr's just gonna live in that shorter A dot, and he's gonna mm-hmm. find that oh line. God. That line is bad too. So pressure's coming. Ball's gotta come out quick. He's you know been, he, I mean? he feels yeah. like this this year's um what's his face. J.D. McKissick and Naheem Hines. That's what it's feeling like. That's a, that's a strong yeah. team. Yeah. Bro, yeah. that's solid. In most teams, that's a flex or RB2 on, on bye weeks. Or if you went heavy everywhere else or went RB0, these are guys that are starters. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. All right. Before we get into our first topic, I got to remind everyone, smash the like button. If you're watching this anywhere, uh, like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, make sure you hop over to YouTube fantasy football hustler go subscribe and then go subscribe to the gmm network go do that knock out both of them at the same time and get subscribed on my channel fantasy football hustler you get entered into the ricky williams signed jersey giveaway we're about 150 subscribers away from this one being knocked out so probably about a week or two away from that and and bogart why don't you tell them about uh everything you got going on then tell them about monkey knife fight as well yeah, so, you know, you can find me at the GMM Network on everything. Uh, definitely subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. We are giving away good fantasy karma. So just sign up, and it's great karma for you. You know what I mean? And uh, definitely be sure to sign up to uh, to Hustlers Patreon. You're going to find uh, Bogard's rankings there. And, uh, you know, every week we're doing uh, fantasy football. I mean, the, the real fantasy playmakers. We are doing for the duration of, of this season, the what if series, it's it basically an overreaction show, but instead of uh, overreacting like the classic way, we come up with all kind of what if scenarios because of what we just saw. You know what I mean? So for, for example, on yesterday's episode, I said, what if all the, you know, QB twos from 13 to 24 are all garbage time QBs. Cause there's a lot of bad like teams out there. And I, I, I fired off like seven names that I could think of, you know what I mean? And I didn't Lamar Jackson and Tannehill. They're one of those names. There's some of those names on that <laughs> list, man. It's kind of scary, but uh, yeah. And besides that, I'm right here every day. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And uh, for everyone asking, am I doing questions and answers later? Yep. It's going to be starting at 5 p.m. Pacific time or 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific. And then we're going to be streaming the first half of the Thursday game. And then don't forget, get signed up and get into Monkey Knife Fight. So you're going to use the link in the description, wherever you're at right now on YouTube. It's in the description. If you're on Bogart's channel, use the GMM uh, promo code. If you're on mine, Use the Hustler promo code. Doesn't matter who you support. You're supporting each one of us. So let's get it in. And they're going to give you a free $100. You deposit $100, they're going to give you a free $100. We were looking at some of the different things that you could do. And you could do a five-pick parlay between five players, 20 times your money. Take their free $100, 
throw the whole hundred dollars down on that parlay. Pick your five winners and turn that one hundred into two thousand. And that's some gimme money right there. Yeah, and on a short week, Thursday night, two ugly teams. You know, you I'm I'm slamming the less on a lot of these things. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be an ugly less. game. Oh, whoa, whoa, what are you saying? My giants are ugly? Is that is that what you're trying it's, to say? Yeah, very ugly. Yeah, you, you, you're ugly. acting <laughs> like yo, the Giants haven't had a winning record since 2017. Are you telling me that's but bad or something? Listen, they haven't bad. had a listen. The Giants are a team who's twice ha- not had a winning record, you know, just barely above 500 and go on to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, and, and hey, how about this? I know some ugly. My Niners, we were winning ugly with handsome Jimmy all through 2019, averaging like two turnovers a game, but the second highest scoring. Uh, all right, so 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 the biggest stat we want to know for Jimmy G is uh, how many porn stars is he is he scoring on this year? Uh, we want to know what the, the number is. Real question is: Does Jimmy G wear a mask in public, or does he wrap it up when he fornicates? You know what ah! what <laughs> <laughs> he likes the raw dog that air. While he's wearing a mask, <laughs> while wearing the mask. <laughs> Corey in the building. Shout out to the Patreon crew. What up? Yeah, what at? All right. So first piece of uh, news that we got. Now this is the the spicy breaking news for the Ravens. They're bringing Devonta Smith up <laughs> to the active roster. Le'Veon Bell is done. Your career, Bell. Le'Veon Bell is the only one who's still on the practice squad. Like, what can we make from this whole thing? And is Tyson Williams still going to be the guy moving forward? I, mean, say, Freeman, right? Freeman, right? I say John Harbaugh hates Le'Veon Bell from playing against him all those years. He brought him in to spite him. He's like, you know what, Trent Cannon, you're up, right? First of all, they signed Latavius Murray. They bring him straight to the to the active roster. You know what I mean? They lost two players when they lost Gus Edwards and Peters, so they had room to elevate Bell. They didn't then. You know what I mean? They brought in Cannon and and Murray. Now Cannon's cut. They elevate Freeman. Like, I think they're going to keep playing this game until they're like, all right, Le'Veon Bell, let's go. Also, I believe Le'Veon Bell's agent is not just going to let him just sign. It's not like he's going to the Chiefs. You know what I mean? It's looking kind of bad for the Ravens right now, so he's probably gonna, he's probably asking for a little bit much money. And they're like, you know what? Now, stay on the practice squad. Before Iggy jumps in here, so they had J.K. Dobbins, <clears throat> uh, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and now you got uh, Tyson – uh, who was the other guy? Cannon. And then you got Latavius Murray. And then you got Devonta Freeman. So we're saying that Le'Veon Bell, if we're going back to preseason, is the eighth best running back on the Ravens. Maybe. Maybe the eighth best. Might be the ninth or tenth. <laughs> he couldn't beat out Darrell Williams last year. Yeah. He came in. He came into the Chiefs a couple weeks later. It was Darrell Williams was the number two. <laughs> he doesn't look too bad this year, Darrell, that is. Um, yeah, but as far as Bell goes, running back's just a position. It's a short life expectancy as it is. He had a lot of carries on his legs early on in his career, and if you aren't like fully motivated to go to that position, like it's a pounding. You can't. It's not like being a wide receiver, in my opinion, or maybe being a pass rusher where you kind of just have this one skill set. I'm going to go do it. Now you got to be able to pass block. You got to be able to run. You got to be able to do zone reads, and you got to do quite a bit as a running back. You got to know all the audibles. Um, so. I don't know if Bell's maybe up to pace there, but I think he's just – he's spent, man, and that's the bottom line. Freeman, I've been standing on Murray. I think Murray's the real deal. I don't yes. think the Ravens were expecting to get him August 1st, August 8th, August 15th. You know, they weren't expecting – this was not part of their seasonal plans. But when Murray said, hey, you better pay me, and the Saints said, no way, uh, I think a great running back came out and it was a good opportunity. 
you know, I got a pretty good debate with somebody on the social media. And I was like, dude, if you go back and watch that fourth quarter when they were trying to win that game, yeah, Tyson Williams came in in the, in the overtime, but they trusted Murray with the pass protection. They ran him the ball a lot more in that point. So I just think he's – Trenton Williams – or Trenton Williams, Mike Tyson Williams, <laughs> this full – I mean, you know, like Tyson does, he knocks him out quick. Came in there, boom, punches one in the end zone. And then he was the one taking the blows later. You know what I mean? You take Mike Tyson <laughs> the distance, bro. And and he and he and he took a big blow when he got exploded on, on, on a blitz. You know, he was supposed to shred that blitz. He got shredded. And then and they got to Lamar. That's mm-hmm. not good. And didn't he fumble as well yeah. somewhere yeah. in the game? Um, yeah. I think he I think he fumbled out of bounds, so it really didn't count, but I mean, I think the it thing did really happened. It, it did. Happened. It did. But it was it was out of bounds, so it really doesn't count. Like we no say, no stat, no stat. Yeah, yeah. But at the end, I of the think day, that 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 doesn't count for fantasy players in a lot of times. But, but the fumble reality. shows up on the stat line. You know, not a fumble lost, but right, that, that just right. shows up on the stat line. Yeah, even if you don't lose the fumble, it does count. But that that is true. But at the end of the day, I think the point is this: he right now knows the playbook better than anyone on that team, as he's been there the longest. So I think for the immediate short term, he's going to be a guy that's going to factor into this backfield. But I think like Iggy's saying, Latavius Murray is a guy that's built for this type of offense that you normally don't expect to find at this point in the season, especially with his history of being a consistent bruiser, backup, a good change of pace guy. So what I think is he's going to Murray's going to pretty much get the role that he's always had. He's going to be like a solid like one A or one B or like, you know, a two or like. It's going to be pretty much, I think, a Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray show until one of them gets hurt and they have to trade for someone. I think Freeman is going to be a guy that's, you know, going to get an opportunity if one of these guys messes up, but they need to get him in and get him to learn the playbook. I think that's one of the biggest things that you got to do is pass pro, like everyone is saying here, is super huge. If you don't know who to block or when to block or what side you're supposed to line up on, that's going to hurt the team. And I think that's why, you know, at the end of the game, they had Williams in because he knows the playbook a little bit better and they need to do more ba- more than the basic stuff to go downfield. Otherwise, I think Murray's going to be in those situations and you're going to see more Murray as kind of being that, you know, guy when you have the blitz and all that stuff coming to, to help out Lamar. Yeah, and the, what, what, I, what I've been saying for a little while ever since Murray got there, just because, I mean, he's a veteran presence. He doesn't fumble too much, really good in pass protection. I mean, mm-hmm. Tyson Williams, he's going to be that new, like, J.K. Dobbins almost. And then mm-hmm. Latavius Murray is going to be the Gus Edwards, you know, coming in to clean it up, mm-hmm. run out the clock at the end. If they can, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they couldn't run out the clock versus uh, the Raiders. <laughs> that shit mm-hmm. was going yeah. all the way until overtime. The That's going to make a difference. This is how bad it is. The Raiders were trying their best to lose the game. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. like, here's here's – I was talking so much shit about the Raiders too, man, and I, I still stick by it because the Ravens just might be that bad this year on defense. That losing Marcus Peters, like they were just wherever Marlon Humphreys went, they would go a different direction. There was even one point they kept going to, to, to Ramfro. So then they had when the game on the line, one because the game was on the line like four or five times, bro. They had one of those scenarios. They had Marlon Humphreys on Renfro, and then they went to Brian Edwards or Brian, what's his name, Brian Edwards or whatever his name is. And it was just like, God damn, like, there's no, that's, that's a, a big glaring hole. People are going to exploit that hole all year. If they could see the Raiders do it, who do they got? The Chiefs this week? It's a wrap. Miko Hartman might go absolutely crazy for all we know. Mm-hmm. Some secondary option is going to go crazy outside and, of uh, Kelsey and Hill. 
And one thing about Humphreys, too, is, I mean, they're used to playing man-on-man. Like, you know, it's different. Like, guys like uh, Jalen Ramsey, who's used to playing the zone a lot. I mean, they always had two monsters there. Now, with Peters going down, like, that is really big blow to any team, but huge to the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. And the Ravens, they don't really have, like, a super notable pass rusher. They, they're like, they do it as a gang. When you look at their numbers, that it's always like, this guy has eight. This guy has five. This guy has, you know what I mean? They, they, they all, they, 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 they gang tackle. I mean, the gang rush, I should say. So yeah. like when you can't, when you don't have one standout guy like that, you need a, a, a secondary that's going to lock everyone down so you can get coverage sacks. Like look at the, look at, look at the Patriots. They're the same way. They don't really have some particular standout pass rusher, but like, as long as the, the coverage you can get, you get cup tight on the coverage. Gives it gives your, your rushes enough time to finally get there. And Lamar is gonna run around and give people time to get to him because he's not just gonna like look mm-hmm. for the, the dump off or you know what I mean. I'm worried about the Ravens. Their line looked bad. I mean, yeah, man. Nothing, nothing looked, looked, nothing looked dude, good about their team. Villanueva looked bad, 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 dude. Like that's your right tackle answer all season. You're gonna have yeah, that's not good. They're mad that they traded away Brown now. I mean, Brown wanted. I mean, he wanted to get that. Uh, yeah, he wanted to get that money. He wanted to get they, left tackle money as a right tackle. He, yeah, he got that. He got that money uh, from the Chiefs now, so he's straight. And and Hell and, yeah. and villain waiver, he did come from like a finesse type of uh, uh, blocking scheme. You know what I mean? This That's is like, this is Smash Mouth here. And if you notice it too, even in pass pro on passing downs, like he was the one they were targeting. Like they were getting through him all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not looking, not looking good for the Ravens. This might be the it's first bad. year in the last couple years that they don't make the playoffs. I, I really see that that happening. Everyone who's uh, asking questions right now for the starts and sits, don't worry. That's going to be the next live stream coming up in about an hour and a half at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. Let's get those likes up. And let's transition into this, uh, into this next topic. And uh, Iggy will let you hit it first. Will Fuller is not at practice today after coming off the suspension list. They, um, nothing too much as far as, like, is he hurt or anything like that, but it, are we going to be dealing with Will Fuller, like, not coming to practice, like, every single week already? I don't you know mean- if he's just partying up in Miami or what's going on, man. <laughs> you know, he could just be loving it being out of Houston. Uh, but I don't know. He's always been a hard pass for me. I'll let somebody else take that risk. I mean, he might get a bomb. I don't think Tua can really launch it like Deshaun could, to be honest with you. But, you know, that was his number one asset. And uh, I don't know. He's. It seems like he's one of those players that's always got the, the questionable tag or the, now the suspension tag the last six weeks. He's been really unreliable. Has he completed 16 games or a full season? Like, I don't know that he nah, has. He, w- he was going to last year, then he got caught, and it was, and everyone realized how he was lasting because he was on the drugs. He was on the <laughs> cheater drugs, the PEDs. His name is Will Offler, the fifth, because he comes from a long line of these awful people you can't depend on. Mm-hmm. Will Offler, the fifth. I, this doesn't surprise me. He's doing awfuler things again. Mm-hmm. No. I, I totally agree with it. And it, it's such a sticky situation because you got Devontae Parker, you got the new kid there in in, in Waddle. Um, you're gonna have um Gasicki, you have uh, what's his face? Um Gaskins who Whoa. operates in the passing game. It's just so many people there that you're just kind of like, 
well, damn, even if you are healthy, like how much can you really do, especially when two is not the guy that looks to push the ball downfield. He looks to do more Derek Carr type shit and just I know what he's like gonna do down and hit the, the tight ends. I, I just realized it. This is what he's going to do, though. For everyone, for all of us who are all we all hate Will Offler, right? At least I'll speak. I'll speak for all of us. I, don't well, know I like I hated him only until he got caught. OK, he listen. wasn't getting caught. I was loving life. Yeah, I like, him, I like him when he plays. He's one of my favorite players when he plays. But yeah. big asterisk. All, right. all right, so there's still an it's still oh, an asterisk. But we're all big on the Waddles and the Gaskins. There's even some Gasicki truthers out here in the world. Mm-hmm. This guy Will Offler is gonna what he exists is to take the top off and open it up for all those guys. Like that's what we need him for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Outside of that, he's a WR four to me on a week to week basis. He'll have some WR one finishes. But like, if, if I don't even think the pass volume is going to be there to facilitate him as nothing more than a flex at best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing that some people might forget. So last year, <clears throat> after Hopkins got out of there, I mean, Will Fuller was the man. He started running a lot more routes than just these deep posts mm-hmm. than the nine. So he is a good route runner. Yeah, it's all going to be if Miami schemes him the right way or not. Because if you got two guys who are working like Jalen Waddle, you know, two guys that are coming across the middle in these short passes. I mean, he could be he could be a yak monster, but it's really it's all about how Miami's going to scheme him. That's and what. this is where that contract fucks him too. He's already a game behind everybody else. He only has a one year contract. It's not like he's a running back where like we got him for a year. Run him until he's dead. He's Will yeah. Fuller. They need they they much rather have him play just the, the field stretcher for real and then he and then all his other guys can get acclimated because they're going to be around next year you know what i mean mm-hmm. jalen waddles of the world you know what i mean mm-hmm. all these guys you know what i mean facts yeah all right let's move over to the jets jameson crowder has been activated off the covid list taco how do you think he mix in mixes into this uh first game back yeah, uh, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, and um, I really think he's going to be a short yardage guy. I think with the running back and the running game not getting much traction and with that offensive line suspect, especially with no Beckton, that you're going to see him operating in short spaces. You'll see Corey Davis uh, in the middle uh, to, to deep ranges, and Elijah Moore, I think, is going to move down the depth chart a little bit. I think you have to wait a little bit for that breakout, and that's going to be closer to the back half of the season, and I think... Uh, you know, Crowder is going to give you sneaky value. I think a lot of people completely underrated him and forgot how good he is in fantasy football. He can get you five to six catches a game. It's pronounced Crowder. It's <laughs> French. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> Man, you know what? Hey, hey, let's back the truck up. That's how I feel about yeah. Jameson Crowder. You know what I mean? We, Yo, that's the hate. Why are you bringing the hate? <laughs> listen, you know why? Because I, I love Corey Davis, and I feel like, Corey Davis is good because he's going to get concentrated target market share. I don't want this miscellaneous. No. This, this miscellaneous uh, Jamison Crowder stuff. Like, that's like a deeper league play to me. But like, or like a bye week type of thing. But I mean, you're definitely probably not starting him against the Patriots. No. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I think uh, we're, I think this is going to be cool to see uh, mm-hmm. Belichick do Belichick things. Cause if, if he doesn't erase this rookie like he does every rookie QB plays, mm-hmm. including Justin Herbert in recent history, remember that? You know what I'm saying? If he doesn't erase Zach Wilson, I'm gonna be like Zach Wilson's the goat. Like if he comes out of this game and he and they and he balls out, but even mm-hmm. in a losing effort, that's not good for me because I'm already saying he's a uh, he was one of my bold predictions. You know what I'm saying? Finish top six in fantasy. 
Mm-hmm. He's already yeah, he's pacing. He's already pacing. It'll be interesting seeing what Belichick does with him. Belichick has a, a, a history of making these rookies uh, look completely different than they did versus other guys. Yeah, no, that's no Jake. doubt. I, I think Crowder. I held on to him. I have him in a couple leagues, and you know, mm-hmm. popped him in the spot. Grab somebody. Um, I think he's gonna have. If it's his, he's gonna be playing a lot of cornerback threes or you know linebackers or safeties. Yep. So he's he's quick on the feet work. He's been good. Yep. He's not in the Adam game offense anymore, which is like slot first option. Uh, but it just depends on Zach Wilson. I don't, I don't, I didn't watch a lot of Zach Wilson tape. I don't know what he did at BYU. Uh, but if he feels comfortable with Crowder and they're playing in a lot of coverage time and they're playing off coverage, I think there could be a good chance to hit for you PPR lovers for him to have excellent high, you know, mid wide receiver two or up potential on a weekly basis, you know, so because Buffalo, good defense, New England, good defense, uh, Miami, good defense. Those are six games, but if they're playing in garbage time, and you're getting it like you talked like about that. earlier, but get that garbage yeah. time monster. And Zach no Wilson is he, he is in the running for the garbage time throne. The garbage time cloak and cowl is up for grabs. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is pacing to be the next 30-30. Shout out to my man Sweetness. You know, I mean he's already he's already calling it. Because you know, he's what three three touchdowns, three picks. Uh, and you know what? I don't time. mind. Just keep just keep up them touchdowns, keep up that pace. Let's go, baby. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the interceptions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm curious to see how Wilson does versus the Patriots. Um, because <clears throat> I don't think the Patriots offense is going to be that high powered enough to like blow them out to where it does get into garbage time. I think, you know, I, I think the entire game is going to be within about ten points, unless the Patriots come out and go up fourteen, you know, right off the bat. But I think it's going to be close, and I'm really curious to see how the Patriots scheme him. Belichick. I don't even know if he's ever lost to a rookie. Like, I, I, he just doesn't. He doesn't lose to rookies. So he doesn't have Kilmore, though. Like, that makes a difference, even though their QBs are stout. Did, did they lose to the Dolphins last year? No, right? No. Because I know there was a game where Tua ran, like, two touchdowns. Uh, in, they, they might have. I don't, I don't the year remember. Before. I, I, know, I know that the Patriots and the Dolphins have been having a little bit of a, a history here where they're going back and forth. Yeah. I know that two years ago. Ryan Fitzpatrick really fucked up the Patriots and cost them some shit. Yeah, no, no, but I'm just saying because that was two yeah. his rookie year is what I'm saying because, right. like, I know they, they played two rookies last year in you – know, I know like Herbert Kua did and Herbert, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and and it also didn't help that, like, Herbert – they immediately got in the hole because not only were they smacking up Herbert, then they, they had a special team score, the, the Patriots, right? So then it was just like – it was just getting poured on, you know what I mean? So actually, they did lose to Miami in the yeah. second half of the season last year, uh, yeah. 12, 22 to twelve. Because the first Miami's, Miami's defense though was, I mean, yeah. they didn't let their offense do shit. Cam Newton did garbage that game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, no Baker, they, baby. oh yeah, and they what was it? Oh, yeah, because when they played, they played the Dolphins the, the first time around. It was the Magic Man. Rest in peace to the Magic Man. By the way, we'll probably. I really hope that we haven't seen his last game. I hope that that's not his last game they gone th- out against the Chargers. That would suck. They say he's not going to go for surgery. He's going to go to rehab. So if he's able to rehab it, I'd assume that he did, he'd he's try just, to make it back some point. He's going to rehab it with good old magic. I'm That'd telling you. Well, you know. Hey, shout, out to, uh, shout out to Brazy Brady, Patreon crew. Said this show's perfect background while driving. Y'all keep up the energy for my DoorDash, and I love it. Nice. DoorDash, <laughs> so, so here, baby. There we yes. go. All right. How about um, 
Let's see. So Zach Ertz, limited in practice today, so he didn't practice at all yesterday. I just want to see him not play so we just know that Goddard is going to be the guy. For yeah. real. That'd make everything easy. And, and I mean, even – here's the thing. In the life of Hertz as the starter, he looks to Goddard at, you know, on third downs. He looks to Goddard in the red zone. And this actually translated with this mm-hmm. new system that came over there because they're coming from Frank Reich. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, Nick uh, Cicerio or whatever his name is, Ciano. Mm-hmm. You know, something Italian, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, they, they love utilizing the tight end. It's just if we can get that concentrated target market share – to all, you know, because re- the reality is, what is he getting like 12% of the target market share? Mm-hmm. It's not hell no, hell no, not now. Like so, here's the I mean, the Eagles worked way differently than I thought they were going to yesterday. So, or, or well, uh, this yeah, break week, it down as I haven't looked at the numbers on that game. Devonta Smith, six for 71, had the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Jalen Rager, six for 49, had the touchdown. Dallas Goddard, four for 42, had the touchdown. Miles mm-hmm. Sanders, four for 39. Ertz, two for 34. Quez, uh, three for 23. And then Gainwell was two for six. Mm. Oh, completely spread around. Ertz is the real deal. That's, that's what that tells me. Takes a good he quarterback to spread the ball. I mean, also, too, that was like the greatest game to play to get, to get like, you know, get things in motion and get chemistry because it was the Falcons defense. You know what I mean? Who, who do like, they play this week? Yeah, I keep going against the secondary over there in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, that on, yeah. yeah <laughs> the 49ers secondary is not any good, man. We, we, we lost our best piece in it and we weren't even the greatest. Then we're, we're predicated like on our, we're, we're predicated the one, two, on our front three, four. seven. What's the, what's the weird number going to be now in the secondary? Cause you know, it was one, two, three, four. Who are they replacing him with? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was their number. That's like their actual numbers. <laughs> One, two, three, four. And, and, and Rieger didn't do much in this game either, right? But he caught he caught uh, every one of his targets, right? Who did you say, Rager? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love I mean, Rager. Shit. I mean, he, he still had six receptions. I mean, that's tied yeah. for Devonta Smith with the most on the team. He only went for 49. But, shit, I mean – you get every one of his targets, though. He only had six targets. So, That's not he has a, so you know what that is? That's a 100% catch percentage, bro. And remember, they, they were shitting on the Falcons, so it wasn't like a, a game where they had to throw. And let's remember, 58 yards a game is a 1,000-yard um, wide receiver this year. Right. And, and then Rager said afterwards, he said, they're asking him, like, well, what's the difference? He said, scheme. He's like, I feel like I'm starting over. I think that says a lot. You know, I was really down on the Eagles, to be honest with you, but controlled both the offense and the defensive line in that game. Granted, it was Atlanta. I don't think they're going to do that good against San Francisco. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. 
it. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. But to answer, bring it all back to Hertz, there's two things with Hertz. If he gets hurt, he has no trade value if they're still looking to trade him off. I'm not sure that they are, but if he does get hurt, there's no bueno. Mm -hmm. So they might take it easy on him this week. But then again, I don't know. Hertz is really competitive. From what I understand, Hertz really likes Hertz as well as Gardner. He likes both his tight ends, I mean, obviously. And um, But I don't and, know. And I, they're I, always – he doesn't play, you know, but I don't know what to expect. They're always going to run a, to a ton of 12 personnel, too. So, I mean, when yeah. it's not Ertz, there's just going to be some other guy. But at least it won't be Ertz, like, who's, like, you know, a premier pass catcher, you know, premier, quote, unquote, at this point in his career. You know what I mean? I think it'll be Richard Rodgers. And he had one game where I think he was, like, a tight end four when he was in last year. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, but I remember the Richard Rodgers game because he was taking everything from my Dallas Goddard. I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring that up, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, Richard Rodgers is actually polarizing. Y'all remember he had that Hail Mary on a Thursday night. I remember, I remember this because it was my birthday. It was like November 30th, like 2015. It was Rodgers against uh against the, the Lions, and he had that that a Hail Mary down there hit the Raptors yeah. in Detroit. Uh-huh. Yeah, Richard Rodgers comes down with it. Yeah, that shit was yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. shout out to Richard Rodgers. <laughs> right. How long ago is that? 2015, November 30th. I told you I remember the exact day. Damn. I'm I'm weird like that. Damn, there's been a couple of really crazy plays like that, though. I, was that the one with Seattle versus you said the, no, the game versus, versus Detroit? Yeah, oh. this was Green Bay versus Detroit, and this was the same year where Aaron Rodgers he had several Hail Marys that connected that year. Because I remember like, there was one game I think it was Seattle versus the the Packers where I think at halftime he hit on one of those crazy throws. Aaron Rodgers is like the goat of that shit. And then last oh, year yeah. Murray said, huh, "I'm gonna come for that goat shit." That place Come on, bro. That's, it was Nuke Skywalker, bro. He bro. has the force. He has the force. But bro. the way he's like, oh, you're going to get me? Oh, you're going to get me? Oh, no, no, no. He's like the perfect like backyard quarterback. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, he's yeah. Right. He's yeah, playing he baseball. God, I'm so high on Arizona. I'm so high. I know. I I, I, I love him, but I, I, I hate him because I'm a Niner. But it's like for fantasy, it's like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're on it. We're a juggernaut. I start talking about we when I talk about them now. <laughs> yeah. All right, transition and next game here. So Gabriel Davis, he's practicing. Uh, I I don't think he practiced yesterday. Or he was really really limited, so he was practicing. We got uh, the Bills. They're going into Miami this week. We know that Miami's defense is uh, really legit. What, what do we think about the Bills? Uh, Bogey, let, let's start with you. After looking like trash last week, you think the Bills go in and, and handle the Dolphins or get smacked I think around? It's kind of crazy that they didn't, they didn't come through looking prepared at home against the Steelers, but now on the road, you know what I mean? You, ha uh, you don't want to get deep into the hole. Like, you, you know, getting to 500 is, is, is the conversation right here, right? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Getting back even. Right. And it's a division rival. So they've always this is just one of those teams they're always game planning for. You know what I mean? 
like during the off season, you have you're going to have those days dedicated to game planning for this team, and, and vice versa, and vice versa, and right? vice versa. Like, from both teams. Yeah. Doing that. And for what it's worth, if if this, you know, there's a couple things they need to get back to doing. Like you say, Gabriel Davis practicing might not seem important to people. This is important because last year they ran they ran the highest percentage of four man receiver sets, even five wide. You know what I mean? They were at the top of the league doing this, and it worked out. Like that shit worked because you had he could deal. You know what I mean? Then you look at how many different players he hit off with touchdown passes. I think this year, right? You know, he, they need to get back to that. They need they need to spread the ball around. I mean, for fantasy, I hate this because Diggs might have a bad game. He's going to have Xavier Howard on him. You know what I mean? And and Josh Allen needs to deal to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like this has got to be a, a get back game. There's going to be single coverage here and there on the outside because they'll be willing to leave Xavier Howard on on digs just them just them alone and then one one time or another you're gonna have to keep a spy on josh allen and someone's gonna leave gabriel davis or emmanuel sanders or one of them uh, out wide on their out by themselves and josh allen's gonna hit them off like this is that get back game you know what i mean and cole beasley That's- had uh had like um second most targets <coughs> last week but he was in the double digits and emmanuel well, sanders were- was on the field i think more than all of them but I think Gabriel Davis is a good touchdown though. He's going to be a touchdown dependent guy, but he's so big and he's such a big and he's going to be on like cornerback two or three every red zone opportunity. And then and the I other thing, yeah, the other thing is they don't really have a tight end, so they have like a lot of good possession receivers who can go in and make, make the catches, and they're not necessarily have to go vertical, but they can get the possessions. Then you got Josh Allen threatening to run any single time. Like they're basically playing like a college offense. Like, all right, we're gonna spread you out. We're gonna throw it, and if you have that covered up, Josh Allen's gonna run and, and get a first down. You know, I I do like the Bills in this game though. I think like coming off a loss like that, like I would have been screaming louder for them. They're coming off a win, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think they're once they. This is a team that needs to get momentum going. They had momentum going last year. Then they who was it? Uh, uh. uh I think they I forget who they lost to. They lose somebody, but then they beat the Seattle Seahawks and then they were back on their momentum shit. You know what I mean? Like this is this is that team. They need they they're a raw raw team, bro. They 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 and, and they're gonna go out there and punch this team in the mouth, bro. I'm telling yeah. you. For anyone who may have watched a little bit of that game or went back and watched some film, what was the reason why they lost? Was it their offense, their defense, or did the Steelers just dominate them? Just, just completely dominate him. I think it was Josh Allen. He Josh just did Allen's have a good game. Making. Like, well, I think it goes credit to that defense. When you're able – the Steelers, and this is why the Raiders are going to have a hell of a time this week. When you have – you can bring pressure with Tuitt, Hayward, TJ Watt, and Melvin Ingram, and you can sit back. Schobert doesn't have a lot of tackles. Why? Because he's, he's watching Josh Allen. He's basically spying him. He's making sure he's covering that middle of the zone. And when you can do that and you have such a good front four like they do – their back end's great. Minka Fitzpatrick's already one of the best DBs in out there for reality, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I Everyone's think it's credit to Mike Tomlin, his halftime adjustments, and a great defense. That people people shed on the Steelers because it was all about Big Ben. I was like, man, y'all are neglecting what carried them to that awesome start, you know? And I think that's more of what it was, to be honest. Josh Allen fell out of rhythm, but a defense can make a quarterback fill out of rhythm, you know? For sure. I, I, I got to tap out. I got to go grab the kids up. It's a minimum day. On a Thursday, so I'll tap in with y'all. Great, you know what I mean? Uh, y'all, y'all have a great rest of the show. Yeah, I know. Keep it funky, funky. Well, you got winning tonight before you go. The Giants oh, or, the, or, or the um, the 
the Washington. the team Man. formerly known as the Redskins. Where, where are they at? Are they are they in, are they in Jersey? They're in Washington, I believe. They're in Washington. They're Washington. I'm gonna give it yeah. to Washington. This is it's a couple of days ago that they 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 they've just lost at home. They want to get the taste out their mouth. Defense is gonna have fun be, uh, beating up on Danny Pesos. You know so what take one Barkley over or under fifty yards. Under, I say under. Like I, I, I can give him over. I can give him over for all, all purpose yards, but I think rushing. He's we're going. He's going under. No touchdown. Zero. Sit him. <laughs> trade him. Trade him before the game starts, because then you're oh, gonna have no. I got offers open. I got offers open. the game. After the game tonight, his value is going down. I'm sending a motherfucker like Justin Jackson or some shit. I'd be like, that's <laughs> <laughs> straight Jackson, running back. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You ain't even round three, man. Savage. <laughs> Savage. Yeah, for sure, y'all. Peace. Later, man. I already know. Let's, All right, let's so, talk about that game because there's well, some hold injury, on. Right? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Before, before we get into that game, uh, Monday night stuff, Tyrell Williams still in concussion protocol pretty much every day that he's out. It looks a little bit less likely that he's going to play. Let's say he doesn't play. Yeah. I Jamal mean, fucking Williams must start. He's going to get at least eight, nine catches in that game. Whether they're up, whether they're down, he's just going to get catches. Hell yeah. That's how I, I think him. I've been trying to preach Cephas, but it seems like they don't like him. He kind of touched down. He bustled his way in. I think Quentin Cephas is very unknown. I think he's available in like at least like over 90% of the leagues out there. And on St. Brown, but – it's gonna be the TJ Hawkinson show, son. That's that's the number one. And Swift, Wide Swift could actually get a lot, a lot of value. The top three oh, yeah. pass catchers are the tight end and the two running backs. Like I don't think any of these wide receivers are gonna be viable all season. Like it's gonna be garbage time golf, and it's gonna be those tiny little short passes and the dump mm-hmm. offs to the running back and the you know seven and eight yard outs to TJ Hawkinson and shit like that and. Anybody who drafted TJ Hawkinson, as long as he stays healthy, he's just going to eat. Dude, when I was watching him in Game Pass, I, like, you know, you don't hear the names. I was like, who's this long-haired dude keeps catching passes? <laughs> you know, I was like, damn, he's eating. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yo, for nice. real, though. Nice. All right, so um, and what do we predict on Monday? I mean, do we think it's going to be like – Lions going to keep it close with garbage time, and Iggy, I'll leave it to you since I know you're the Packers fan. Or do we uh, think it's going to be just like a complete blowout? Man, honestly, uh, I'm staying away from it from a betting perspective. I should tell you that I think it's going to be a little closer than people think. I think the the Green Bay Packers also as a Mavs fan, dude. I watch Luca a lot. I bet on him a lot, and he came in out of shape. His trainer even said, "Well, he's not quite ready for full full games." And I think that's what's happened to the Packers. They're going to rely on their athletic ability. They're going to rely on the fact that they think they can dominate the NFC North. And it's only week two. And Aaron Rodgers didn't get one snap with any other starter. Their offensive line's practically all new. So they're going to have to play themselves into rhythm. They're going to have to play themselves into shape. They're going to have to play themselves into being a good football team. Uh, I think Green Bay will win just because Aaron Rodgers can really will himself and will his team to make sure they win this game. But mm-hmm. Detroit's beat Green Bay uh, the last couple of years, a few times, not last year, but the year before that they beat them, and the year before that they beat them. Uh, and it's a true rivalry. So Monday night primetime, Jared Goff kind of pewters under the night lights. Uh, but like you said, Williams, I think revenge game from hell. Ain't on, mm-hmm. you know, Steve, as we talked about. I don't, I'm not sure that defense is that gr- as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, the, the strength of their defense is basically cornerbacks and pass rush. Well, if Goff is getting the ball out quick and dumping it, 
that kind of negligates that. So now it's up to the linebackers and safeties. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I do think Green Bay will win. Mm-hmm. So Bogart said last week it wasn't Aaron Rodgers who was out there quarterback in the Packers. It was his <laughs> yeah. hippie stoner alter ego, Darren Rodgers. So <laughs> do we do we get Darren Rodgers this week or do we get Aaron Rodgers back? No, I saw that on the show yesterday. That was good stuff, man. I was tuning in. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think it's return of Aaron. It's uh, the return of the MVP. He's at home. You don't have mm-hmm. to go play in like weather he seems to not like, which seems to be like hot, muggy kind of weather. Um, yeah, I think we get Aaron. I, I, I'll, I'll give you the stat line. I haven't looked at his props. I think he's going to have two touchdowns over 280 yards. Past. Damn. I'm not going to lie. From from a survivor pool uh, aspect, I'm kind of staying away a little bit from this game because I am nervous about the Packers. This to me is a trap game. Like you said, they 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 don't have that same continuity that they had before. He's coming back into a, a situation. He's relying on his athletic ability. He's a little bit older. This is a revenge game for some of the lines. You got golf who's coming home. He's going to be looking to to get a chance on you know a Monday night platform to do some work. We just saw them put up 33 points first the for the 49ers. You know, even though they did get a couple of breaks, by the end of the game, they started moving the ball. It felt like they started getting some continuity in offense. So it kind of scares me. And that defense to the Packers didn't look good versus the Saints. So it's not like we're looking at the same Packers defense that we saw last year. It looks more like the 2019 Packers defense, which wasn't really good. So this game scares me from a betting perspective. So truthfully, I do think the Packers probably win, but I'm staying away from it because I think it could be a trap game. And this is one of those games where, you know, afterwards he's going to have to do damage control. And you're like, oh, you were too relaxed or you were too this, you were too that. And um, it just feels like this Packers season can start spiraling pretty quick. Yeah, and like, I know they lost. They lost Darnell. They lost Darnell Savage. He's going to be out for a few weeks. I don't know if he, if it's short term IR that he's going on. I, I don't know the severity of his injury, but either way, he's been holding down that secondary for a while, so that's going to mm. make a difference. And yeah, that defense it, it is not looking good. It is not mm. looking good at all. Jair well, Alexander can only do the, so the much. The betting line is eleven and a half point spread. That's kind of ridiculous oh, to me. I would take the um, Lions in that. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I'm like, man, I, know I got my pools too. You know, I got to look at this. <laughs> they must really think he's about to come in with some like vengeful rage. Like, they think he's going to probably rain out on the Lions. For yeah, it to be man. that high, knowing how the defense yeah, was, is playing. Last time I looked, it wasn't that high. I don't know. Maybe some money came in and moved it. But goodness gracious, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. All right, let's talk about today's game. So some news. I mean, Evan Ingram, they said he's not going to play. He's already been declared out. Antonio Gibson, he was a full go at practice yesterday. So after being uh, limited on Monday, um, he's good to go. This one is going to be tough for me. They're in Washington. I really think Washington is going to win the game. But I'm not expecting a lot out of too many players in this game, like fantasy-wise. I, I think Saquon, he, under, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to score a touchdown. I think, if anything, he's going to get a couple catches out of the backfield. But why would you why would you put Saquon up against one of the best run Ds in the league? I think uh, Gibson and McKissick, I think if you could play anybody, it's those two, those two guys. Gibson, I think I he's t- going to be fringe RB1. Gibson, I think, is a good flex play. I think that Shepard is actually going to be someone that I, you could look at at this game as being a viable yeah. um, contributor. I'm interested to see what they do with Galladay because we haven't seen him enough to really know what's going on there. 
and how Daniel Jones is going to play with him because Daniel Jones and him having at that time together to have that chemistry, whereas him and Shepard already have it, and you saw that paying dividends in week one with Shepard looking like the better wide receiver. I think that Shepard is almost a must play if you're doing DFS for this game or if you have him on your bench. This might be one of those games where if you have a weaker play, you might want to give Shepard a shot uh, because he's been scoring touchdowns and he's been getting catches. Once again, don't leave them in your flex. I mean, DFS, obviously, yep. come wherever. In your regular yep. lineup, get those Thursday people in the regular yep. starting positions. Pro, yep. pro code, you know, just got to make sure you do that. Yep. Because uh, you never know, know the dude. Someone could wake up in the morning, right? And they, they all of a sudden they're vomiting and shitting and they're out. And you're like, well, what am I going to do? At least you got to flex. Well, I just think of Des Bryant last year. So pumped to go play the Cowboys, right? I mean, he's out on the sidelines getting ready. Uh, you need to go mm-hmm. take a COVID test. What? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's the that's reality of it, you know? That's the reality of it. So always try to put them in there. Always check last second. But, man, you ruin your flex for the weekend. You're sitting on just a wide receiver and get doo-doo. Man, I'm sorry. You know? Not, not fun. That's a really shitty feeling. Okay, and Taco, now I got a question for you. Now, Scotty Boy says, is Galladay going to eat? That's not my question because I don't think he's going to eat. He got a lot of um, his catches with Detroit. I mean, a lot of them were contested. Mm-hmm. Stafford's slinging it. He's able to go up and get it. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be Danny Peso's game to where he's going to throw contested passes to Galladay on the regular? I'm, I'm I'm worried about that because of the fact that Danny has not been able to be a consistent quarterback, and he hasn't been able to stay away from the turnovers. Every single time that you look that he's going to be, um, you know, hopefully in the position to take take the lead or or get us ahead or we can get a win, he turns the ball over. So for him, I think these turnovers have gotten very much in his head. That he plays it safe and he plays it scared. So now if you're telling me he's going to make contested throws to Galladay, knowing his turnover history, I think you're going to have to look at that sometimes. And he may look away just because he's like, well, fuck, I don't want another turnover. And that's a little (laughs) something that does scare me a bit. And and it's psychological. And it's going to really happen because, like you said, Kenny Galladay is great when it's one-on-one. That can come down to anyone's ball. And is Danny going to really want to get, quote-unquote, another turnover? He's going to be like, ah, let me check it down. Here you, here you go, Shep. Here you go, Slayton. Like, you know, so I got to see him play. I got to see how they – because if they just have that natural chemistry, you know, that supersedes everything because then all of a sudden he can he can, he can hyper-target. But we, we don't know that, and that's a bad part about no preseason and with all these training camp injuries and with all the secrecy. We're into week two, and we still don't technically know what kind of role the number one wide receiver on the team who got paid a lot of money is going to technically have, and that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. And I think Daniel has just a lot better rhythm, obviously, with Shepard too, man. Yeah. That's just something else. It's just money. chemistry. Rhythm, like he- yeah, it's, a, it's an underrated part of fantasy. It's an underrated part of betting. Because uh, yeah. when pressure gets on, you're going to go with what feels familiar, what your muscle right. memory is. Right. That's the route. He's right and, there. And, I know had, and having good experiences with someone then give you to the tendency to lean and lend yourself more towards it with having bad experiences and putting him in a situation where you're basically going to say, hey, you've never really done this. You've always failed at this. The media is always on your back. Hey, go make that play. And he's like, well, fuck that. I don't want to be crucified on the back page. Danny Pesos, another turnover. Like, you don't want to hear that shit, man. So that does scare me a little bit when you think about how Galladay plays and how Galladay eats. 
and what Danny's uh, position is. What they need to do is they need to go get Aaron Rodgers for these Giants, let Aaron Rodgers have Kenny Galladay, and we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty crazy. That would be nuts. And uh, yeah. even in the last game, you just see Kenny Galladay, he's warranting more double teams you know, than Shepard, and nobody else was even worth double teaming. I don't even know if Shepard got yep. any double teams throughout the game. And then um, you're always going to have the best um, cornerback on Kenny Galladay as well. So mix yep. that in with uh, Danny Pesos probably being a little bit more conservative. And I guarantee you, if he fumbles in the game, he will not be targeting Kenny Galladay, you know, with contested catches because you get one turnover. Like Taco said, it's all psychological. Mm-hmm. Probably in his head half the time. Mm-hmm. And anyone asking questions in the chat, uh, the question and answer live stream is going to start in one hour from now. Um, the link is in the, in YouTube. But, Hus, don't forget, they have a shortcut. If you send that Super Donos in, Hus said he got you right now, and you get all three of us to answer your questions. You're getting bonus. You're getting three for one right here. So make sure you throw in those Super Donos, baby. Super chat nice. for those who don't know what that is. And, yeah, straight cash, homie. Anytime you throw down the Super yeah. Chat. We got you. you. Cut the line right away. <laughs> Go ahead, Iggy. Uh, there's an offensive lineman also out uh, for the Giants. Uh, it came out this morning. I can't – do you know the name? Something with the E, last thing with the E. I think I can't think. Um, um, I, tried to look. I know I know. Ingram was out, but I know that they made some changes on the offensive line as well for the Giants. Um, the new B.J. Penn guy that they had just traded for is going to be starting at center. Uh, so they're going to be moving over uh, Nick Gates. So they're going to be shuffling. Uh, I think last week we saw – how bad um, Nate Solder looked. The offensive line looked horrible. They were blocking themselves at one point. It's like, oh, there's a defender. Oh, but I'm blocking the running back. What the <laughs> fuck? So I, I just don't know what to expect here with that uh, vaunted, you know, charge or not charges. Why do I say charges? Formerly known as Redskins offensive line, defensive line. They need a name, man. I, I can't call them the Washington football team. That's just awkward. So I, I got all the memorabilia over there. I got the football helmet and I went and got this as soon as it changed. I was like, gotta get the trifecta, man. Yeah. Yo, facts. Yeah. yeah. That shit's so gonna I, be worth more later. So yeah, I dude. see who it is. It's uh, it's Shane Lemieux. Uh Lemieux, is he a starter? Not that I'm aware of. Not, at least not yeah. right now. Okay. That's gone though. It's something to keep an eye on, you know. Because this this offensive line, they, they already made some shuffles. Um, you know, during the right before the, the season started, they made two trades to try to bring some people in. Uh, you know, Hernandez was good in his rookie season, but since then he's kind of like gone down. Thomas looks like shit. Soldier looks like shit. Um, you know, Gates is the only one that's that's pretty good, and he played center. The new guy that we got uh, is going to be going playing at center. So let's see if that makes any difference with adjustments and with with that, but. Um, I, I feel like that shit should have been done before the, the season started. We should have been seeing this in preseason, not now, you fuck boys. That's what I said. Gettleman and Judge are gone by the bye week. If New York loses this week, 3-4 hard, 0-4 New York. The, the, the Giants cannot lose this game. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. The Giants, have, <laughs> they have their backup quarterback in Washington. You have all your weapons available. Kenny Galladay is full go. Don't give me this bullshit anymore. Danny, go get the fucking job done. And if you can't, go sign Cam fucking Newton and sit your ass down. Period. Like, that's where we're at right now. I'm tired. I, be- Jason I, bet-, Cam Newton. I bet that's odd. Oh, you. and fire that dude. Before we even fire anybody else, fire that fucker. All right, so here's my prediction for tonight. Everybody can give whatever kind of predictions you want to give. But uh, I think that 
Washington's going to win it 17 to 14. Washington's not going to cover the spread. They're going to be the under. Uh, they're going to be under the, uh, the 40 and a half. And uh, I believe that Gibson is going to get two touchdowns, one through the ground rushing, and then uh, one passing. Or, well, one receiving, not passing. I think Saquon shocks the world and actually has a good game. I think they, they were holding him out last week so that he can be ready for this week. I think he may not get all the touches, but he'll get a decent amount of touches. I think the Giants better win this game. I'm not going to give a prediction on the score because it's too close to my heart. All I'm saying is the Giants better fucking win this game. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, I'll predict a very slow game, uh, a very um, try to control the pace kind of game from Washington in New York. Uh, so a lot of play action, uh, a lot of runs. I, you know, for my bets, I do think Washington's going to win for a score. I'm going to go like 20, 2017, maybe 20, 2016, something like that. I expect a lot of field goals. If you have kickers, I think uh, you got a pretty good chance with both of these guys tonight with these red zone defenses. Uh, for my bet, though, I just want to say real quick, IDP prop tackle, uh, tackles plus assist, Logan Ryan over 5.5 plus 125 on a DK. He had 60 of the 66 snaps last week. Uh, they're doing something with Peppers. I don't know what the hell is going on over there. Uh, but uh, Ryan's good to go. And then for my betting, I teased everything. So under 50 points, Gibson to have over 40 rushing yards and Washington to at least not lose by four and a half points. All that comes out to negative 125. Go build your bank with that because I don't see any of those three things not happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, Heather, we're not doing any questions and answers right now. The the (laughs) question and answer uh, live stream is going to start in about an hour. But if you hop over to YouTube, you can cut the line. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be going down soon. Remind everyone to subscribe on YouTube, wherever you are. Hop over to YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. And we got the Josh Jacobs signed jersey giveaway. Super close to this. It's going to be going down in probably about two weeks. So get subbed up so you get entered in that. And get signed up at Patreon, patreon.com slash FFHustler420. Get in the crew. Get in the 420 crew. We got a live Discord chat that is going down 24-7. Get your questions answered, everything like that. Get on the superstar tier or the elite tier so you get DM access to me. And if you really want the red carpet rolled out, get on the all-access tier or the ultimate supporter tier. If you got a grip of leagues, trust me, you want to be on that one. Those ones, I'm going to help you dominate your trades and literally every aspect of your team. We're getting out of here. Taco, why don't you tell everybody where to find you at? Everybody, you can find me at uh, TDS Taco on Twitter. Find me at uh, TDS Blitz on Instagram and the Daily Sporting everywhere else. Uh, you know, we're going to keep it funky, funky, fresh. I'm going to be bringing you a little bit of um, players post waiver wire that are owned in, I want to say under 50, but we'll get a lot funkier than that for you guys uh, to keep you uh, ahead of the curve. And Iggy, shout out everything you got going on where everyone can find you at. Uh, everything can be, you know, I'm a five-day-a-week podcast, guys. I'm always grinding. I'm crunch, crunch, crunching out articles. All that's at iggysfantasyembedding.com. You can listen to the podcast there. You can subscribe to your favorite platform on YouTube. Uh, you know, all kinds of articles for you. I'm IDP Iggy on Twitter, Iggy's Fantasy Embedding on Facebook and on uh, Instagram as well. Um, I'm working hard for you guys. I had a really great betting week, so if you're in the betting world as well, come hit me up. Sign up to the patron. I promise you, the highest tier I have is twenty dollars. If I don't get you that a month, I'll pay for you next one. I promise. Uh, that's how that's how confident I am in myself. Love Damn. working with these guys. That's my second or third show with Taco, and uh, more than that with Fantasy Football Hustler. I can't wait to do this every Thursday, baby. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Make sure you keep tuning in.
Facts. Oh, yeah. And if you guys aren't in the Facebook group, we're about to cross 54,000 members. Uh, if you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com, I got the link in there. But if you're on Facebook, it's fantasy football advice, experts, gurus, and beginners. And uh, and Taco's in there, and IDP Iggy's in there getting all their stuff and mm-hmm. answering questions here and there. So super great group. It's free. We're definitely the biggest uh, fantasy football group on Facebook. And we might be one of the biggest ones on the internet right now. So mm-hmm. go, get, go get signed up. You already know. Yeah. So we'll see you guys later. We got the start and sit live stream coming in about an hour from now. And then we're going to be streaming uh, the first half of the Thursday game. So we'll see you guys then. Peace out. Peace. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live out my